Podcast. 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 Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back. Two fanboys and a filthy casual. Back at you once again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. It's been a while since we've been able to have a one-on-one with each other, and I'm really excited with our topics today. But, um, you know, unfortunately, life happens, um, and, you know, a, a part of pop culture is not just all fun and games. Sometimes we do have uh, people uh, that we are fans of um, that, you know, pass away. And, and today uh, we wanted to kind of memor- uh, commemorate um, a great drummer, uh, a member of one of the greatest uh, bands in the world. Um, and, of course, we are talking about the great and late Taylor Hawkins. So, um, H, um, any personal anecdotes or any thoughts of uh, Taylor Hawkins? Um, I just always remember him. It's When you think of the Foo Fighters, at least for me, I only know him and Dave Grohl's names. It's true. And well, technically, Pat Smear. Well, Pat Smear is a member of the Foo Fighters, but is his last name Smear? Smear. <laughs> really? That's, there's no sh- 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 <laughs> You know. Okay, so it's not like um, it's not like, it's not like a- smoked salmon or anything. It is. Like that. <laughs> He's not a bagel topping, dude. No, okay. it's it's a. Uh, it is salmon, or it's the lox. At least I don't know. I'm confused. Now. Bagels. <laughs> bagels confuse me in general. Um, but like, I. It's a problem. As much as a fan as I am of the Foo Fighters, it's kind of like Weezer, where I know the lead singer and then some other guys who are in the band. Like occasionally I'll remember their names. But with the Foo Fighters, it was always like no matter where Dave Grohl shows up, somehow Taylor Hawkins is always there, was always there. And and it's it's sad and strange because he wasn't the original drummer for the band when they first opened, but he was the drummer, the drummer when they went big. And to be in the position that you're playing the drums with a band whose lead singer was famous for playing the drums, it's kind of strange. It's like taking over, uh, you know, like a whole new position, like um, whoever had to take over for Phil Collins when Phil Collins wasn't doing Phil Collins stuff anymore. So, but with Taylor, it was like, dude, he looked and he played like Animal because he, you know, <laughs> he, he was all over the place. Um, and you can't, you can't say that the drumming isn't the best part of Everlong. Like Everlong, you can play it acoustically and it's a great love song, but to change it completely back into what it's meant to be, the big, one of the best rock songs ever created, ever, ever played, you have to have that drum. And there's a thing, there's a running thing where people would be, have to do a challenge in order for them to to um to guest star as the drummer just for that song because that's their song that's their trademark song but it was like yeah he welcomed it because he wanted so many people to learn that different thing and it was fantastic anytime he did it anytime he did that song live it was so good and and it was like when dennis told me and told uh, the group that he passed away i was very shocked um we still don't know exactly what caused his passing it's just you know Anytime anybody passes away early, it's it's always unfortunate. And to have someone who's in literally one of the best bands and one of my favorite bands of all time to pass away is very sad. Did you did you say what the name of the song was? Everlong. Okay, just checking. I, <laughs> I, I, I was like, okay, my bad, my bad. Um, you know, I, I think I told you guys this. Um, there are only a few bands that I can say that I've been able to uh, 
to listen to. Uh, one is Minuto. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Just stop right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. There's, a, there's a what's the name of that? Um, what's the name of that Filipino band? Um, that's uh, Alpha Hiking Society. I okay. There you go. I did watch <laughs> Alpha Hiking Society. That's two. That's two. That's two. Um, no. Okay. I'll I'll remember it. Is that but, a rock band? No. It, yeah. It's um. Crap, uh, my wife is going to laugh at me that I forgot the, the, the name. But the other band is uh, Foo Fighters. I've been, it's, Foo Fighters is one of the few groups, aside from Jason Mraz, where I've actually been able to have the privilege of actually watching them more than once. Um, but one of the, um, the coolest things that I never realized, and it's always something that I always found, um, every time I've watched it, and I'm guessing this might be something that they do all the time, um, you know, um, he, Taylor Hawkins, is playing all the time. Um, but one of the coolest things that I've seen is Taylor Hawkins singing Monkey Wrench, you know, while oh. at the same time, you know, playing the drums. Like how you do that, you know, how you're still able to do both at the same time and still do it really, really amazingly. Um, you know, it's again, uh, we talked about this before. There's few people, you know, when when uh, Michael Jackson died, uh, passed away, everybody is like, oh, my God, you know, it's, it's such a, a loss. I'm like, oh. That's that's sad. You know, when <laughs> Prince died, I was like, oh, that's sad. But, you know, uh, Taylor Hawkins, just because of, again, again um, a connection to it and um, me being able to actually being see it, um, be, being able to see him live, I think that affected me more um, than usual. And yeah, um, one uh, small anecdote is I'm almost positive. Um, I could be completely wrong. I'm 99% sure. Uh, my brother, who um, has been on this podcast, and um, you can always hear during the ed- entrance of this uh, this podcast. Um, one time we were eating um, sushi with, uh, I, I'm almost positive, my, my wife was there. Um, Lou, I don't know if you were there or not, because this was around the time when you guys were working together. Um, and we were at uh, the sushi restaurant in, um, uh, in like a Tarzana area. And um, we were finishing, and then all of a sudden, um, I hear my brother go, "Dude, I think that's Taylor Hawkins. I think that's Taylor Hawkins." And Taylor Hawkins like stands up and goes to the bathroom. He goes, "I'm gonna go to the bathroom." <laughs> What's he gonna do? <laughs> so um, I'll have to uh, I'll have to uh, make sure that 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 accounting is 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 fun. But uh, that is the first and only time I was ever in the vicinity. And it was my brother um, stalking Taylor Hawkins. So, uh, Lou, how about you? Yeah, dude. Um, unfortunately, I, I do remember that story. Um, I remember your wife and your brother like telling that story ad nauseum because it was, of course, the one night that they went out for dinner that I chose to. I'm just gonna go home. So yeah, I missed out on good times because yeah, dude. Like uh, you're right. Foo Fighters is one of the few bands I've actually seen live um, with you guys. Like we drove all the way down to San Diego from the Valley just to spend an evening and. It was, I guess, back then when we were young enough to do these turnaround trips um, and just just for the sake of watching a concert at the UC San Diego's campus. And it was one of the greatest shows I've ever been to. Um, and I think one of my, I, unfortunately, I don't have like, I'm not a, a great uh, fan, a musician fanboy per se, but I think one of my favorite anecdotes or store, uh, quotes that I've heard is that, you know, this dude was so good that you know, you didn't miss Dave Grohl on the drums, one of the best drummers ever. And like this guy was able to put, you know, sit comfortably behind uh, Dave Grohl and let him do his thing on on the lead. So I I think that's a great um, reflection on him. I mean, uh, Foo Fighters, one of the most uh, best bands in my formative years, high school and whatnot. So 
yeah, it's it's a tragedy that he passed at at a young age of fifty. I mean, dude's like just a you know in the prime of his life. I think he's local too, if I'm not mistaken. Like he, yeah. uh, him and the band are Calabasas. mostly like in the Encino area. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's not even Calabasas. It's like yeah, Rio is Encino. It's it's in the eight one eight. So. Side, yeah, so it's it's sad to see him go at, at such a young age too, so influential. I'm sure uh, there's many dedications and, and and all that sort of stuff from uh, more articulate people than me. But yeah, Foo Fighters is one of my favorite bands ever. Like I said, uh, one of the f- or a few bands I've seen live. Um, one of the few like one of the great moments I've had with Dennis, his family. Um, so yeah, uh, it's definitely one of those like anecdotally, I I love that uh, he he's part of my memory. Um, so yeah, uh, rest in power, Taylor Hawkins, to you and your family, to the rest of the band, the music world, and pop culture. Uh, we'll surely miss you, but uh, I'm sure he's he's rocking up uh, uh, up in heaven, dude. Yeah. So rest uh, in peace, really yes, quickly. Um, you know how we're playing that game Hurdle, or I was playing that game. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Wordle for music. Yes. Yeah. So it's fun because. It, you know, it just plays the intro of the song, and you're supposed to guess what the intro, the whole song is just by the intro of the song. Mm. You know what? One of the best drum intros of a song will ever be that will always forever get anybody who listens to it hyped. We will rock you. That too, but this <laughs> iconic, I think, is my hero. Mm. Don't think of Varsity Blues and getting ready to score the final touchdown. And it's literally just him for the first couple of things, and then the bass comes in afterwards. But what are you talking about? That's the reason why Varsity Blues is amazing. Yeah, because <laughs> of that song. It's the crescendo. Like, if, if that song wasn't in Varsity yeah. Blues, if it was like some kind of Pitbull version, um, <laughs> you don't get as hype. You know, you, you, you don't want to see them succeed in or anything. You want to see them fail. Yeah. But because of you know the power of Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. <laughs> It pushes them through. You're right. Yeah. Dude. I want there to be a moment in my life where somebody can record me and it's worthy enough for it to be not ironically <laughs> actually, actually worth, no, I, I, worth seeing, hearing the song My Hero. I really think somebody made, in, in my head, this I could be completely off, but I think someone made a video of you walking into a, P, into a PCN practice and they used that song. <laughs> I mean... It's appropriate, but I guess that that, that works for me. So, uh, rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. You know, um, you know, any fans out there, reach out to us. You know, we'll we'll start a a community group just to talk about him. Uh, Mm -hmm. Next on our agenda, though, um, is something that is near and dear to our hearts, and of course, it is WrestleMania. Uh, Lou, you want to talk about WrestleMania for us? Yeah, let's go for it. Um, So yeah, this past weekend, WrestleMania 37, I think, or 38, uh, as it is, um, happened in the... in Dallas, Texas. Uh, The new two-night event. I think they've they've only done this um, two years in a row now. So this is the the second time that they've tried to do a two-night WrestleMania event. The you know the quote unquote granddaddy of them all the the Super Three Bowl of around. wrestling, I know it's it's so cliche but um so yeah uh, WrestleMania happened over the past weekend uh, celebrities showed up uh, wrestlers did their thing and yeah I think everybody was pleasantly surprised I think or at least happy with the results a lot of it was a it was a big mixed bag of stuff nowadays so um yeah wrestlemania just passed what did you guys think of the uh the event so did you guys all have a chance to watch it i'm assuming i did actually um oh you did okay again it's uh, the biggest reason is now i have peacock 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess might as well. What else am I going to Might watch as well <laughs> just, just, just watch it. Um, and yeah, like I, I was surprised. Like I, I, admittedly, I was only going to like, I was thinking to myself, I was going to fast forward certain things, especially the, like I didn't realize there were so many gimmick um, matches this time around. Um, but I actually watched, I think most, if not all of the 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 the, the matches, and I have to tell you, I, I was pretty entertained. Um, some more than others, but um, th- there were some moments, and I, you know, I know we're gonna we might talk about one or two of our favorite ones, but there were some uh, gems in 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 that, that those that, that this card this time around. So I was actually pretty happy about it. How about you, H? Uh, how much time do we have? It's up to, up to us, I guess. Um, I've never missed a WrestleMania. I mean, even if I missed it, I still ended up watching it somehow. Um, it's just, it's still strange to me that it's a two night affair. And now that it's coming to Los Angeles next year, I'm confused oh, yeah. on what day I want to go to this thing. Probably both. It might happen for both. You want to bring your, you want to bring your nephew to? Cause yeah, Noah's like, we're going to go oh, both nights. I was like, I don't know if we can afford both nights. Guys. I you're talking about my nephew. Cause I'm not, oh. <laughs> I'm not taking that kid anywhere. Um, <laughs> I, I might take him just because. But my other nephews, we started a group chat because as soon as they saw the thing, they're like, Hey, Uncle Jim. Um, <laughs> what are we doing next year? I was like, we're going to WrestleMania. Um, oh, dude, like night one was probably one of the funnest nights of wrestling I've ever had. Like night one was just from top to bottom. I mean, besides the fact that, you know, one guy dislocated his knee by doing a regular move, that was pretty depressing. Uh, that's rough. Dude. What happened? What happened? The, the opening match, uh, Rick Boogs, who's like a Nakamura's side guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was doing a a move on one of the Usos and his leg just his knee gave out. I didn't know that that was a I thought that was a, a work. A work, dude. Yeah, it was real. <laughs> the guy's gonna be out for like nine months. Oh crud. Okay. <laughs> and I love that guy because he can't wrestle for a lick, but he's gigantic. Yeah. He has traps yeah. for days. He can and he sing. has that that sweet 80s mustache that yeah. like <laughs> he's like you know but like when when we saw him live my other nephew who wasn't as into wrestling but he was you know he was giving it a chance He's like, dude, he's like a roided up Freddie Mercury. I was like, that's exactly what they're going for. <laughs> that, that, that is actually a pretty good uh, description of it. Yeah, I Damn, like, dude. I was like, that's the guy. And then everything else, like, I can't believe I'm going to have to say this, but Logan Paul was actually kind of good. Dude, yes. Surprisingly okay. good. I, I I hate to jump in, but okay, I don't well, know if like... I don't know if Logan Paul was the... any good. Yeah. The workers around yes. him was really good. But they, the Mysterios made him look like Three hundred dollars. Yeah. So, I mean, three hundred dollars. Good for him. You know, he's making his money where he can. He, he's he's a thing, and apparently that's not going away. And he said he loves it, and he might come back. And I don't know if that's a good or bad thing for the rest of us, but yeah, um, it's funny you mentioned uh, Logan Paul, Paul, Lo- Logan Paul, but um, it's funny how many of the gimmick matches I actually enjoyed. Like um, uh, uh, the Jackass Crew versus uh, what's his name? Sami Zayn. Yeah, so, had no right to be a good match. That, entertaining. Yeah, quite agree, dude. And it was literally like, like, like I've been telling the guys here ever since Jackass. I saw that Jackass was on, like the original Jackass movies were on Paramount Plus, which is free for T-Mobile <laughs> customers. But and then Jackass Forever was on, and I was like, dude, I've been on a Jackass binge. 
and I, I've you know been seeing this Johnny Knoxville um, feud with Sami Zayn for the past couple months. Um, you know, even Knoxville showing up to um, to Royal Rumble. Uh, we man getting slammed by Brock Lesnar, which was not planned, by the way, as I found out. Oh, really? He really? Just, he slammed Wee Man at a restaurant, and then he they threw him a bunch of money. And they're like, "We're so sorry, but we had to do this." What? Yeah, there was there's like there's a skit where they threw money at Wee Man, or they threw money at the restaurant because they're like, "Dude, we oh, we didn't okay. think we were gonna do anything, but we have the biggest like the biggest Hulk of muscle." In the world, and we have Wee Man, and it yeah, would be hilarious. And Wee Man, <laughs> so it's, it's just like you know, I I had so like low expectations for it, but then they went the Bugs Bunny route, and I was like, that's it. I'm like, you don't need to make wrestling too realistic. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you just if you make it so corny that it's hilarious and entertaining, I am down with that. A giant mouse trap, a boot that's supposed to kick and it wasn't kicking for some reason. Um, the, the, those. <laughs> So dumb. But, but again, I gotta give Sami Zayn like he sold Dude, that whole match. It, it, it's amazing. Like people, <laughs> people were criticizing Sami Zayn. Both Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They criticized them because those are the two biggest names that the guys in AEW. You know, you know their competitors. Those are the two guys that everybody wants because they can wrestle and they're entertaining. They should be main eventers all the time. Um. But they signed new deals for like a long time, long-term deals. And everyone's like, oh, why are you guys doing this? And then you see that they made Sami Zayn a star by putting him against the people that are jackass. And everyone was going to remember, oh, there's a jackass match. And this is the guy that they put in. This is the guy they trusted with all these stars to be in it. Yep. And who main evented night one? Kevin Owens. I mean, technically, Stone Cold Steve Austin. But I mean... He had a he had to have a partner, so yeah, so you yeah, know, he had to have a dance partner, so yeah. And again, you you made the this old guy that could barely move look look good, dude. Exactly. What I was saying is like, yeah, we were all criticizing how slow the mud hole stomp was. Um, it looked like his leg was shaking more than stomping. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Kevin Owens sold it like you know he was getting stomped on by a giant caterpillar, getting you know just trampling all over you and stuff, and. Yes, Kevin Owens has taken hold of the stunner, but we all know the stunner will always be the Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. Although uh, one, uh, all those things, um, I, I, I forgive me, I don't know the guy's name. Um, there was another gimmick match with with that ended up with um, with um, with McMahon. With yes. Vin, well, what's what's the name of the cocky guy that's supposed to be Austin Theory? Austin, Austin Theory. Theory. Um, I am now a uh, I'm now a huge Austin Theory fan. Just because of how he sold that stunner, <laughs> you're not a fan of McMahon and how he sold that stunner. Oh, but uh, <laughs> he literally collapsed. He collapsed like twice. I, I, I tell you, I had to re only time throughout that match that I, I rewound the, the 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 thing when I saw Austin Theory um take that um that that stunner and he not only fell like he not only did he hit his face on the floor and then he sprung up jumped <laughs> like five feet and then crashed back down he made stone cold uh, stone cold started to look amazing like there, there's been other people that sold it really well um like it, again it was so over the top that i i was laughing 
out loud that how 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 much he was selling that that stunner, dude. Yeah, the beginning of that match was freaking entertaining as hell too, because Pat McAfee. Yeah, I was surprised. Pat McAfee, their their commentator, mm-hmm. ex football player, um, he had the best entrance of the weekend besides Cody Rhodes. Spoiler alert, mm-hmm. but um, like they paid so much money to get Seven Nation Army. And they had the Dallas cheerleaders, the Cowboy cheerleaders, bring him out. I was like, I was like, dude, this guy can do no wrong. Yeah, he missed a Swanton bomb, but overall, McAfee, McAfee, by the way, his podcast is much better than ours, obviously. But also, like, <laughs> he's just as entertaining. Like, um, well, he has more followers. Than uh, just maybe like twice the amount of followers. <laughs> but I mean, like, overall for the weekend, yeah, the gimmick matches they work. The wrestling matches, for the most part, they work pretty well. Um, I'll bring in Lou real quick, and then we could talk about like our favorite stuff at the end. Yeah, go ahead, Lou. Oh no, dude. I mean, you're totally right. Like, um, most of those matches had no right being as good as they were. I do love how, I, I, as much as wrestling fans, quote unquote, like hate when celebrities come on board and do their and and you know, uh, I think that's what uh, wrestling fanboys always complain about. Is like, oh, WrestleMania is like. It's only a third of wrestling and and these like once a year celebrities come and do their thing like uh, even like Ronda Rousey and, and Brock Lesnar are being are accused of being like, you know, a one and done. They'll only show up for the big paychecks and whatnot. But, you know, I hate to be the, the casual, too, at the same token, because I love it. Like I love when like Logan Paul and, and, and the Pat McAfee's and yeah, the once in a, a once and done Brock Lesnar's uh, show up for WrestleMania and make it like. A spectacle. I mean, that's what WrestleMania is at this point. And you know, of all the sports or quote unquote sports again, um, you know, you want like the best of the best. Like you know, at, at the end of at the end of the of the of, of the football season, you want like you know the, the Bucks, the Buccaneers versus you know the, the the Packers if possible. But you know, you get who you get. But you know, in, in WrestleMania, it's the one. It's one of the. It's the one of the the few things where yeah you can book it the way you want and the book it the way that people want to see it um and on that note yeah we'll, we'll talk about our, our favorite match and maybe our duds later too but um again uh, you guys already talked about logan paul i love how absolutely punchable that guy is and he <laughs> plays the heel so well like you can't help but like yeah good job dude like he knows what he's about um, as many followers as he has or whatever like dude knows that he's gonna get booed so might as well pull it uh, like go full all uh, all in on that and um but last but not least dude i want to give credit to like the miz because you're um last year he was in another you know in another celebrity tag team um you know was it last year but anyway he was the he was the one taking it uh, from Bad Bunny, last year's celebrity, uh, you know, token celebrity, and this year he was with Logan Paul. So, like, I don't know, uh, maybe it's just uh, he's he's magic with these celebrities and, and either covering up their inadequacies or just making it look like uh, a lot more fun than it has to be. So, anyway, yeah, two nights. Uh, I still feel like it's a lot. Uh, we can maybe talk about later what if we if we are even planning on going next year, but. Um, yeah, let's talk about, I guess, uh, our favorite matches of the two nights and, and maybe what, what, uh, a dud or two for you guys. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll start. You know, this is my low-hanging fruit. Um, I have to go with, um, I believe, the, the guy's name is AJ Styles. Yeah. Um, and Edge. Taylor Hawkins? Uh, Taylor Hawkins. <laughs> um, and it upset me and it hurt me because... 
it didn't get the same pop that other matches were getting because you know it was and i think it's because it was um at least for me like in my head and in, in the way i was feeling it, it it was almost like these two you know really amazing wrestlers looked at each other and said we're gonna make a classic right now we're gonna we're, we're going to do everything we can you know uh, that that is that is classic wrestling and we're going to show them everything from you know from reversals to stealing mm-hmm. their own you know they're trying to steal their own their own moves and everything it just looked at least for me in in my my humble opinion it just looked like these two were working so hard and they weren't get, getting the same props that uh, other people were getting yeah. Uh, but um, at least for me, in in the technical, classical way, I didn't know what their storyline was. I don't know why they were fighting, but <laughs> God, I didn't care because you know um, either one, you know either one could have won for me. Um, and I've the only thing that I didn't like was that there was that uh, the, there was that interruption where that guy came in and kind of, I guess, um, distracted the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, there was really, I there was really no distraction. You know, except he was standing there. You know, and Edge kind of walks away, and so it, it, I felt cheated. But overall, ninety nine percent of that match, I just, I, I just adored it. Awesome. Um, I'll go next for my favorite match, like actual wrestling match. Um, I actually, I, I sound like Dennis now, but I at the Royal Rumble, you said, uh. The, the your favorite match was Becky Lynch versus um a Dewdrop. Uh, for this time around, dude, I actually loved uh Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Uh, for like at least for straight up match like like that. Um, it was it was technical in a sense. Um, Bianca Belair is just a superstar for me. Like she's gonna be the one like it, it, the way that we look back at Lita now, how she was like a a groundbreaking wrestler from back in the Attitude Era. Like we're gonna look back at uh, look back at Bianca Belair fondly for just what she can do and what she's able to pull off. Um, nothing against like the Rhea Ripley's and the Charlotte Flairs and all those, and even Sasha Banks. I love me some Sasha Banks, but uh, Bianca Belair is just a, a superstar. And like uh, WrestleMania this year, um, it was one of those like we actually watched it as a family more or less. And yeah, like my barometer is, you know, my wife, like she's a total casual. She loves wrestling in a sense, but uh, you know, mostly because Roman Reigns fights without a shirt now, but just watching her fight against Belair, uh, uh, Becky, um, you know, she got a fan uh, out of my wife and, and the kids. So um, yeah, my favorite match, had to, at least straight up match had to be uh, Belair versus Becky for gimmick match. I, again, I think, yeah, Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold uh in a in a long shot like it's so funny that stone cold is headlining wrestlemania 20, 19 years after his last official match and even though it was literally like three moves you know punches stomp uh, mud stomping and like one suplex and every time every time he, he did something is like you're hella nervous that he was gonna break something but you know he pulled it off and it's entertainment dude like so yeah props to those two dude there was one spot that he did where i thought Stone Cold died. Like uh, where, like, <laughs> like legitimately, like oh my yeah, god, he actually took a bump and on the floor, you, you know, or at least yeah. on the steel, yeah. Yeah, it looked. I was like, why did they allow any of the Stone Cold to do that? That 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 spot should not have happened. Like we all know his neck is bad. <laughs> his neck, his knees, his back, everything. everything about him. He wrestled with a shirt on. The sleeves weren't even cut off this time. <laughs> um. For me, I 
my favorite match and probably one of the best matches I've seen in a long time was Seth versus Cody Rhodes. Oh yeah, yeah. He being the fact that um, it was announced, you know, just on last Monday before WrestleMania that oh you have a match at WrestleMania, but you have a mystery opponent and anybody who follows the dirt sheets or anything knew that it was going to be Cody Rhodes. The dirt sheets, I love. Yeah, you. I still listen, I still read the dirt sheets. <laughs> Bored at work, but um. That, that's what's crazy. Like Cody Rhodes co-founded AEW, was the exec one of the executive vice presidents of yeah. AEW, and then just a few months ago was like, "Your contract is up. Um, yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm gonna try something different. I'm gonna go back to where I started." And the the fact that they were allowed to use, not even allowed to use, but they reused his AEW music. So as soon as it came on, I was like. They're really playing the emo song that Cody Rhodes came out to. And then they had his logo. They're using Cody Rhodes' logo, which is cracking me up. But now it's in the, you know, advanced reality. So it looked it looked cooler than it ever has in any time he was in AEW. It, it looked like Roman, when Roman does his art, <laughs> it's terrible. Um, surprisingly, the lights didn't come out of his mouth this time. Yeah, there's some there's some that are cool, but... Yeah. Ugh. But Cody's is cool just because it was like his, it is, they actually had, like did a 3D of his logo. So that was kind of nice. His entrance came out perfect. You know, the dude hasn't been in the WWE for six years and it just feels like he was just there yesterday. And um, they put on a fantastic match. Dude, Seth Rollins is like their wrestling MVP. The guy can do no wrong in a wrestling mm-hmm. ring. Anytime you put, like, the dudes that I think should be carrying the company, obviously Roman. But Seth, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, those guys are superstars. Everybody else is like getting to their level. You know, everyone's working up to it. But those are the guys that are carrying it. And that match was like great. You couldn't have Cody obviously lose, you know, in his comeback match. And then to have him do his dad's move, you know, right before his uh, 20th crossroads, which uh, still confuses me because technically Damian Priest has the same exact finishing move. And uh, now that he's with Edge, it kind of makes weird things because those are like main event guys. So one of those guys has to give that move is going to somebody. I'm pretty sure it's going to stay with Cody. So yeah. um, <clears throat> again, I, I know I'm not a huge wrestling fan these days, um, but you know, I, I, another one of our uh, uh, friends uh, had mentioned uh, Roman Reigns being like, you know, the the best, you know, worker or best whatever it is. I don't see it. Yeah. Like, like I thought though, I, I thought Brock Lesnar looked was more entertaining in in that match than Roman Reigns was, you know. Um, so I I don't know why you you would say that he's the future. Is it because he's huge? Is that what I think it is? It's just because they literally pounded on the fact that they wanted him to be the guy for the past eight years, mm-hmm. and now it's like, who? This is the thing is like whoever beats the guy, he's been unbeaten for like two years that guy gets the biggest main event rub that anyone has ever gotten in the WWE in a long, long, long time. Whoever it is, that guy's going to be super lucky because they're strapping that rocket to the guy and shooting him straight up to the moon. Okay. But again, I, I don't see it. Mm, I, I Don't tell I Nini, but I don't see it. The hair? <laughs> might be the hair. Might but be again, the hair. Again, it, is he, and maybe it's the, the Shane, uh, not Shane, uh, Vince McMahon thing where you, know, you get the strongest, uh, you know, prettiest mm-hmm. You know, uh, most good-looking person make them the you know the the, um, the the main eventer, but you know it worked for The Rock. But the thing is, The Rock had charisma, had talent. Um, like his moves 
were so boring. You know, it, well, it, that it, match was in general was literally just spear f5 superman punch yeah well that was a, how many times did he was it five times that he superman punched he spammed he spammed that yeah, move. He, he, he was playing tekken with brock lesnar so, uh, <laughs> and again he speared him through a wall and it's like oh he's yeah but it was a spear again and again maybe it's maybe it's during like raws you know smackdowns maybe that's when he shines but um i seeing that reaction from one of our friends i was excited to see it and i was like womp womp so, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I did i will give him props though because like okay so th- th- there was only one moment in that match that really kind of lifted the whole veil of like is it really hurt like when he put him in the kimura clutch and like his tricep or his shoulder looked really kind of rough and like is i think brock's actually gonna break his freaking arm but so i mean props to that for maybe they could tell that the crowd wasn't too into it so he really had to like crank it in there but yeah, I mean, besides that, I, I mean, from a storyline perspective, I guess the right guy won in a sense, because like, uh, like I was saying earlier, Brock and Ronda Rousey, they're like the, um, you know, the, the, the undertaker nowadays, so they'll do only the big pay-per-views and, and show for those kind of things. Roman is the day-to-day guy. So like, he's their champ for the, uh, for, for the long haul, or at least for every Monday and, uh, and smack uh, for Monday Night Raw and for SmackDown. So you put you make him the next undisputed champion and, and you have him carry the titles until like H said, you know, somebody takes one of those belts or both of those belts off of him and gets the biggest push, the biggest rub that uh, you've seen in a, in a long time. Um, so yeah, I guess, uh, you know, Roman's the guy for now. Uh, he gets a certain demographic, I guess uh, we'll, we'll I'll make a short list of Tom Holland and Roman Reigns uh, people that Dennis just does not get. I I I I guess and Ezra Miller, if, Ezra if, Miller, if Tom I, Holland. If, if I'm if I rate uh, um, talent, um, I'd go I'd get, I'd go Tom Holland because at least Tom Holland can like actually move. Yeah, he can you back know, move. Like, like <laughs> acting wise, I'll give it to Tom Holland again because man, this guy was so like uh, yeah, oh I'm somber and I'm uh, you know and I'm. I'm very serious. We already had that in the Undertaker, you know. Um, but Undertaker seen, looked and seemed a lot faster compared to this guy. At least, again, <laughs> humble opinion. I'm uh, all those people that listen that are huge fans of the of of wrestling that watch on a constant basis. Don't don't you know? Don't don't get angry at me. I'm just don't saying. Don't get at me, bro. Yeah, I'm just saying he he was boring, you know. So. Um, uh, last thing uh, I think before, since we're, um, we're, we're, we've kind of been eating through uh, time oh, here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the, the, the last thing I kind of want to mention is, as, as you said, um, next year, uh, WrestleMania, Lou, are you going to be, um, are you going to be, uh, um, like, you know, studying or, um, yes, no, <laughs> Lord, that will never leave me. <laughs> yes. You will never. I will never uh, live that damn thing down. No, I will not be studying. I might be working overtime, but no, I will be. Dang it, by hook or by crook, I will be watching WrestleMania finally. Hopefully, actually, oh. I shouldn't even jinx it, dude. Hey, Lou, have you have you have you never been to WrestleMania? I hate this. I hate this conversation. Let's move on. Hey, no, have I have you? not, man. I hate no, you. Guys. I've been. <laughs> to... Oh, okay. Just check. Hey, Dan, have but you... one of our listeners, who's not even a, a wrestling fan, has been to one. <laughs> then how, how many have you been to? I don't know. I, I can't tell. Uh, more than more than Lou, at least. I, think. <laughs> I might just go to both nights next year to say I've been to as many as you guys. 
you know I'm going to both nights, right? So yeah. I'm, I'm going to have two more than you still? Damn it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know just working here, bro. Like, I, even if I go one day, I'll still have more than you. <laughs> I was gonna say Lou was gonna Lou was gonna buy more tickets, but no, 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 no. no. no, no. <laughs> It'll just be me and my son, but that's about, that's about it. Watch... Um, he's gonna wait the last second wait. for the scalpers. Okay, so I I understand why I understand why Lou didn't go with us in 2000 because we barely knew him, and he wasn't part of the wrestling crew at the time. Even yeah. though, like a few months later, he was. I, I don't remember what happened in 2005. I honestly don't remember. I don't know. Um... Actually, I do remember. I'm trying to get it out of him. Oh. oh. <laughs> you remember what happened? Huh? You remember what we, happened? I don't know if we talk about that that that, that era of Lewis. I don't know. Was was, was he playing um, um, Game Boy? I was playing a 3DS in the corner. Okay, just... makes, makes sense. <laughs> Yes, Here we we go. have a we have a restraining order against that uh, that window of time. <laughs> <laughs> we don't approach it. Ooh, I think we, I think we, like, we broke the restraining order, bro. It's like, it's like by talking about it, we broken it. <laughs> was it a three hundred yards, five hundred yards, two hundred, man? Okay. So a, it, a football it, field. It could be a outside of SoFi field. Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she could be a one side, and I'll be in the other. I got you. <laughs> Oh, well, anyway, I'm looking forward to it. I think, from what I understand, the tickets are already in sale. Uh, they haven't sold out yet. I hope. Shut up. Are they? No, they're not. Oh, they're not. Okay, good. Okay. Are they? I don't know, man. I have Harold like would the, know this. You know, I have the I have Harold the would have announced app. this. I know. I have the Ticketmaster app. I have the AXS app, and I, I I got my notifications on. So I'm hoping, yeah, it happens. Yeah. <sighs> but we'll see. We'll see. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I, I don't know. It sounds too much effort on my part. <laughs> don't worry, I got uh, you. Just like John Mulaney. <laughs> um, so the uh, last thing that uh, we want to talk about, it's been a long time coming. Um, that's actually not what she said lately. Um, and... <laughs> lately, eh? Hey. 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 <laughs> previously, it was okay. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, it's been a while um, since w- w- we've been leading to this. Um, you know, one of the uh, most anticipated, I, w- I mm-hmm. would say that, um, uh, uh, releases uh, came out a couple of weeks ago. And because of scheduling, because um, uh, what a life, I guess, um, Lewis was able to watch it the first week, I think. And it took a while for Harold and I to actually catch up to it. I think Harold watched it a little bit first. Um, before I did, but uh, the movie that we're talking about is is it with the with the article there. It the it's yep. the Batman, um, and of course uh, with Rob Pattinson. Um, and you have to say it like that if you Pattinson. if you if you're if you're fancy. And you know, it, it finally uh, all three of us have been able to watch it. And today is going to be the review. So it's been a while, and um, I don't God, I don't know if Lewis can do this to be honest with you. Even with uh, even with three minutes. Um let's see if let's see if Lewis actually remembers the this the, the three hour it movie. It has been a while. So okay. it's been a while. I, I remember hints of it, but yeah, let's go okay, for here, it. Here so. we go, Lou. Um my favorite um uh, <laughs> segment of this whole thing. It is of course Lou's views. Burr, burr, burr. Remember, we don't have a button for that yet, but let's go burr, burr, burr. Lou's views for 
Matt Reeves, the Batman, not just a Batman, the Batman. Uh, we start off with uh, things already in progress, I guess. We get one of the most creepiest, but yet most brutal opening sequences uh, for a Batman movie, at least, uh, when a uh, uh, the mayor is murdered in his own home by a mysterious man. And uh, moments later, we also are introduced to one of the most brutal Batman openings yet. Um, he, we are introduced to Rob Pattinson's Batman, who comes fist akimbo at, at some at some thugs and almost scares the poop out of the person that he's trying to save. Uh, we are introduced to then uh, new Commissioner Jim Gordon, uh, played by Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, I got that one. Um, a welcome change, but you know, a change nonetheless to the uh the cast of actually no i I apologize i call him commissioner gordon he is still lieutenant gordon in this version uh so uh if you're not aware this is already batman without thankfully us having to watch martha and uh thomas getting shot down for the third fourth or uh, however many times at this point uh so he's already been a batman for about two or three years he is all about vengeance in this force so he is full force uh, fists flying, a little bit of detective work, trying to figure out who this mystery man is who is killing um, people of note, or at least of uh, in political party or in political standings with uh, within Gotham City. So first it was the mayor, then it was the commissioner, and then one of the DAs. So we um, through some sleuthing, sleuthing, excuse me, and some investigating at the uh, at the Iceberg Lounge where we meet uh, the, our new penguin played by. Colin Farrell in a lot of makeup. And to be perfectly honest, I we'll ask about it. We'll talk about it later. I did not recognize him. So, I mean, I guess kudos to the makeup department, or I don't know if dude went full method and gained that much weight, but he did not look like the Colin Farrell that I, I knew. So, uh, you know, we're introduced to the new mafioso, uh, the penguin, a new version of him. Uh, we find out that, well, basically, you know, uh, the, this new version of the Riddler played by Paul Dano that we don't see until like literally the last fifth of the movie. Um, he has a grudge against the city for having been orphaned and being left alone. So the whole, the, you know, it was actually one of my more pleasant uh, versions of the story, whereas it is well, more or less played like a mystery where we don't know why the Riddler is killing these people and he is forcing the Batman's hand. Um, we threw a lot, a lot of shenanigans. We accumulate or it, it accumulates to a big showdown at, uh, at, at Gotham Square Garden, which... Uh, fun name uh gotham square garden where he has a, a a fight with a bunch of the riddlers uh i guess uh mil- militant followers you know who knew that twitter or uh, you can have that many people go out and kill people for you um so well, oh i of course I, I forget that we are also introduced to our newest catwoman selena kyle played by zoe kravitz uh i thought played a, a, a great job to be, uh, to be honest. Um, and yeah, so wow. Uh, you're right. Maybe I did forget a lot of plot points, but yeah, it was, it was <laughs> a three-hour movie, but that's what I remember. Uh, burp, 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 with a question mark. Question mark. <laughs> the, the, end, the Batman. I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> I think before before we, we do this, uh, to the audience, um, you know, the reason, like, part of me was 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 not planning on watching it just because of the way Harold and Lewis uh, talked about it. Um, like uh, both Harold and Lewis uh, were, were using the words, "It was a movie." 
in, in that sense. So I was like, oh man, because again, uh, I pointed this out. Though I, I've, I've been trying to figure out what episode it was, but there was an episode where we discovered that Rob Pattinson um, was it. was going to become uh, the the Batman, and I um, famously said that he was, I believe, going to be the best Batman ever. And when I heard you talk about it that way i was really really disheartened so um I, I harold let's start with you uh what did you think Let, let's go with initial review what do you think of the batman it was a movie <laughs> it's exact um, no exact words like that that hurt me here's the thing um titanic called and said dang this movie's long <laughs> this movie was so long that i took a break twice because I only had a small bladder that could only sustain an hour and a half of a movie because there's a lot they could have cut out. I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave that part. I mean, there's so much filler. Um, him not figuring out that a rat with wings is a bat was the worst exampling of detective El Gato work. or whatever. <laughs> El Rato con wingos. El Ratata. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Ratatatata. And... But here's the thing. Um, first of all, Robert Pattinson, the worst Bruce Wayne God has ever created. Really? Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Okay. Not the worst Batman. The worst Bruce Wayne that has ever been put on cellulose. Um, why? Why did they make Batman depressed all the time? Like, I get being, like, you know, angry or, like, sad sometimes. But, like, he was playing My Chemical Romance the whole time. Like I'm pretty sure it was in his iPod. Uh, yeah, and no, knowing him because he's like a douche guy, he would have a Zune. Yeah, like a, 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 a with nothing but 2000s emo songs. Um, so let's let's leave that. A decent Batman, actually. You know, I love the fact that for once they did a detective story, because that's just one of the things that they've never really gone through. Is like you know. They call him the world's greatest detective and never once did anybody ever detect anything besides Val Kilmer. And that's because he was fighting the Riddler with the most obvious riddles God ever created. Same thing here. The most obvious. <laughs> We're never going to ever make a clever Riddler, by the way. Anyways, going back. Um, like. It's, it was a combination of seven because it was trying to make like this whole, ooh, mm-hmm. who is this Riddler guy? And. That was probably the almost fun of the whole thing. Cut out for me, cut out the whole penguin subplot. Because does it ultimately lead to too much? I mean, to to anything really? It's like, yeah, the penguin's kind of connected to this guy. And then not really. Like, there's a whole storyline of all those politicians meeting in the subsequent area of um, of the penguin's place. And it's like, you didn't need that at all. That was so long and laborious that I almost wanted to give up on the movie at the time. But I was like, this is this is the job we've decided to take. And for that, we have to suffer through everything, even if it's not completely suffering. For the most part, the movie's entertaining, but there's just so much filler that for me, it's not gonna get like the highest review, but it's a decent movie. And it was in focus. Lou. I actually enjoy the hell out of that movie. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I I kind of agree with with Harold that he wasn't the best Bruce Wayne, but I think that was also part of the movie. There was 
barely any Bruce Wayne. Um, you know, I I dug the hell out of. I know it sounds so cliche and it sounds so like whack because it's like you know Morbius is apparently tanking in the, the- in the theaters over the oh, weekend. God, yes. So like oh, emo ish, making a lot of money. It's just not doing well with oh okay with, with with who they want it to be but like so you know the cliche of like oh it's serious and gloomy and dark is it, it, not gonna it, it doesn't work or it does that's 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 out of date but for batman or at least in this aesthetic it kind of worked for me i thoroughly enjoyed like you know the the weirdness and yes it is like it's it's it was um it was copying off of better movies like you're like you said h like as soon the first scene like, dude, this is a seven, but with a cart with a comic book aesthetic. I get it. Um, uh, but it kind of worked. Like, if you're gonna steal, this is what I told my kids. It's like, if you're gonna steal, I guess steal from the best and kind of go from there. Um, so yeah, I dug it. Um, I, I don't know how else to articulate it, but I like really enjoyed all three hours of the Batman. Best Batman movie ever. Oh, I'm, I'm putting it that way. Uh, Harold, best Bruce Wayne. Ever, <laughs> best Batman ever. I I don't know what to tell you. Um, this is like I enjoyed the hell out of his Bruce Wayne. I mean, you know, Harold's talking about why be emo. His parents got murdered in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's yeah, my, like that's my only answer to that. And you know, but he turned. You're supposed to turn that sadness into his vengeance, right? He, so he's both sad as Batman and as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. But here's so the, you can tell it's the but, same sad guy. Just, but here's oh, the, but the thing is, oh, no. the thing is, here's the thing is that <laughs> we're talking about two to three year Batman. One thing I, I liked and the one thing I noticed, notice how um, Alfred was talking about, start, was kind of starting talking about how, you know, um, he's losing money. He needs to, um, he needs to start going out. Guess what? Guess what? The next movie is going to be. He's going to be forced to go and start becoming Bruce Wayne, and then that 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 image of who the mask of Bruce Wayne is now going to start coming out, and all of a sudden, Bat Pattinson is going to be the best Batman ever, <laughs> best Bruce Wayne ever. This pains me Everything so much. that Harold said, like the whole <laughs> take out and filler, I thought that was some of the most important parts of the movie, dude. It. I, I, it, that, I, see, that that can be a that can be a separate movie. It's like the whole problem with they're not going to make another movie. That's the problem. That, <laughs> see, that that's the issue. Is like so might as well put in both of them. So like the biggest complaint I've always had with starting with Batman Forever and they end up just doing it with like so many movies that it just even they did it with No Way Home is the oversaturation of villains. So it's like there's no true villain. There's a their true villain in this one is supposed to be the Riddler. And you know, you're throwing off the focus off the Riddler pretty much the whole time. It's like, oh, by the way, there's like this stuff. And then, dude, like I I I wish that last part in Madison, I mean, sorry, got Gotham <laughs> Square Garden. That could have been such a more epic battle. I don't know why they just kind of cheesed it and decided to turn off the lights. Like, hey, yeah, I get it. The Batman fights in the dark and everything, but the audience sees in the light, and uh, the only thing I see here is the people getting electrocuted down the bottom. I had no idea what was going on there. I was like, okay, so if the thing falls, it will electrocute all the people at the bottom. 
but you're not making that or stating that and making it clear at all. So what's the danger here? I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Just so Harold Her- needs spoon feeding is what oh, we're yeah. finding out. I super here. with this thing because it's like you know because because Batman couldn't figure out that a rat with wings is a bat. I don't but, know why, but it was in Espanol. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot yeah. that in a, in in Gotham they don't speak Spanish. <laughs> they don't take Spanish classes in in prep school in, in Spanish Gotham. Harp, like oh, sorry, Spanish Gotham. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Spanish Gotham. I mean, it, you know, like all the all that time he spent um, traveling. Do, do you think there was some uh, some Sherpas in in Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like so, I mean, okay. There's no league of assassins. My apologies to Sherpas and Mexico Mexico. City. If there are any Sherpas in Mexico City. You make a good point about this being early on Batman. Um, You say Elyon Batman? Elyon Batman. From Florida? He came in on a a boat looking for Stephen's father. That would have been a better story. He he would have known what uh, El El Rato was. (laughs) El Rato con gato. It's a bat with it's a rat with a cat. It's flying bird. It's like, how do you go from non-flying birds to flying? I don't. Okay, I digress. I, mean, I get, I get where they were going with this. It's enjoyable for half the movie for me. I, I I have a feeling that when 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 um, Harold gets to watch it on, on streaming, he realizes that he missed like important parts because he was in the bathroom being. <laughs> the only part I missed was I'm just kidding. Um, was El Rato. El Rato del Ratato. <laughs> so so my just my biggest issue is I love I loved not love I like the fact that they did the detective thing, but. The action sequences were not good, not at all. Like, oh my it, god, really? Yeah, that could though. That opening fight should have been so much better. Yeah, I well, get. That he, I get that he just learned how to fight and everything, but. Well, what were you expecting? Like Keanu Reeves, like style Matrix, <laughs> like a really flashy and really, really like smooth moves. That, that what we're waiting for? I, I mean, I guess I get it. It's the born identity thing, but like. At least the Born Identity thing like looked like legit fights. But with Born Identity, you had all those shaky cams that and like and like really really like uh, limited you know cuts and everything. Sure. I, I I don't know. Like I, I I was so engrossed in it. I I felt like it it you know like it it looked like he was doing combos. Um and and uh, every so often it would be it would break because I suck at you know I, I was I, I suck at it sometimes. You know who but, had a better fighting sequences? Hmm. Ben Affleck. Wow. I don't know, man. I, wow. That, I think he had better straight up fights, but stylistically, I like the Batman dude. Yeah. That I mean, besides yes, the the trailer kind of ruined that first fight when he goes like I'm vengeance and just goes ham on that dude. Mm-hmm. I love that one sequence where it was him versus the uh, the machine guns, and it's only highlighted. Like I guess again, it's I get that it's low hanging fruit, but I liked it. It was different, like how the 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 shots kind of highlighted him moving towards the guys, and apparently that was all practical effects. I dug that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm with Dennis on this one. The the fight scenes were different. Like I can't. I'm not sure if I want a ninja Batman. Like Marvel movie, Marvel fights are <laughs> no, different, I guess. I like in Ninja a sense. Batman. 
I mean, yeah, I don't know. A ninja. I said ninja. Batman. That's the wrong N word here, buddy. <laughs> Jeez. It, it, he, he used the he used the hard A for ninja. Yeah. Just yes, so you yes. know. Just because Jim Gordon. Anyway. <laughs> <Ben> James. <laughs> Um, by the way, um, uh, uh, again, I know Harold um, is not com- is not completely happy with it. Um, uh, 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 you know, Harold kind of mentioned a couple of good things. One thing I really like um, is how uh, two things. One is the fact that you 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 were able to find a Batman voice that you can actually understand and not be like, what? what? <laughs> and the other one is I really like this costume. Like it's it's a costume that I'd wear, if it fit me, of course. But it's something that it, it, it would be something that I'd be like, you know what? I want to go out and and uh, you know protect the city. I, this is what I would wear. And um, I, 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 I again, Harold. Um, this is why I said I think I, I found it. In, I knew this was going to be the thing because I loved every single moment of that movie. I was disappointed that it didn't go longer. Um, <laughs> Like, like I was disappointed when, when, uh, like I, I didn't know. Maybe it's because I, 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 I avoided watching all the, 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 um, the like uh, trailers and everything. Like I, I was really disappointed that after he caught um the Riddler, you know, like I loved the Riddler. I loved everything about the Riddler. And then when he's, you know, was it Paul Dano? Is that what his name is? Whatever. Yes. Um, his, his, um, you know, his unhinged. Um, and a very, very, very like subtle way of where he goes, no, no, you know, you can see how it was like a lunatic in there. Oh, masterpiece for me. Like the, yeah. and the fact that the fact that afterwards I was like, so this one, this is it. I, I want, I want another 30 minutes of this. And I got another 30 minutes and I went like, mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, actually, the, the I think it's the only funny thing is, so I get that, I, I get some of the choices, but like, I actually didn't, not that I didn't like the big finale, the big showdown at the end, because yes, you kind of mm-hmm. wanted to create that bridge of like, you, uh, what do you call it, Batman going from full vengeance mode to seeing that, yeah, he can be a better Batman by becoming hope or a symbol of hope. But, yeah, um, and, and Lewis, and, let me, let me interrupt your thought real quick. Guess how he's going to be hope. He's gonna become the Bruce Wayne that Harold wants. You know, he's gonna be the, he's gonna be that mask, and and then all of a sudden, you know, Harold gets everything. But no, Harold, Harold, I want it now. Harold, Harold, I, want I am it now. Brooke Assault. I want it now. I, don't I want, want a Bruce, Bruce Wayne that actually puts on a crappy smile. I don't think Robert Pattinson knows how to smile, by the way. I don't think I've ever seen him. I don't know what his teeth look like. That's why, teeth? that's why in the sequel, he's going to smile and it's going to be acting. Oh, then I'm going to throw it Acting. <laughs> acting. Acting. Um, so, yeah, like I actually kind of like I, I was um, I kind of hope there wasn't going to be a big fight scene at the end. And like, um, in a sense, only in a sense that I liked how it was kind of like cerebral. Like I liked that big show. I kind of dug that the big finale could have been just you know, Batman screaming at, or, you know, uh, uh, shout fighting with the Riddler behind glass. And then that's it. Like, yes, I, I guess like 90% of the fans would be like, where's the big fight scene? Like I, uh, you know, uh, us superhero fans have been conditioned. Like 
every movie has to have a big fight scene finale. But, you know, I guess they, that was what they gave us. And they kind of shoehorned a little bit of that. Oh, he just happens to have like 50 fanatical fa- followers who would literally like go shoot up a place just because he's like angry emo kid. But yeah, I kind of dug that, dude. And um, uh, uh, again, kudos to Paul Dano for, or at least the creators of the movie for making maybe one of the cheapest, most affordable cosplay ideas. Uh, you literally just put like I think Harold even has those clear glasses. Oh yeah, that you can just put over like a Saran wrap, and you can be the Riddler at the next Comic Con, dude. So yeah, uh, I, I love the Riddler. I liked how they did him. Uh, I get that this is um, going back to our review of like our favorite Batman, and Dennis was critical of the of the the Dark Knight because he, he you said that uh, the Joker or that version of the Joker kind of ruined bad guy bad guys forever now. Um, so yeah, I can see how the, you know they they kind of pulled from that Paul uh, Paul Dano kind of pulled from that version of the Joker and kind of made the Riddler like uh, 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 another just version of him. But um, I liked it, dude. I, I think it was uh, it was good choices. I liked it. I think um, yeah, it, it and yes, uh, there was a lot uh, for a three hour movie. But uh, again, I dug it. I don't know how many ways I can say it, but yeah. Um, Harold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I don't know. Did you like the Batmobile? No, that thing was no. Perfect. That chase scene was so bad. <laughs> that chase scene was so so. Oh my god! Bad. This is Harold's Tom Holland. I think this, so. I think I, I, I think really, so. No, I like. That's another. I was on one of those fillers. Like, Bad Boys Two has an excessive amount of car chases. Like, there's there's no movie should ever ever unless you're fast and the furious there should be no more than one car ch- you know car chase um this one was on the level of like a bad boys 2 car chase with the bodies coming out everywhere cuz it's like it could have been exciting but they, i don't know maybe i'm thinking too hard about this yeah <laughs> like you like i get you're supposed to in and it it was it was Harold was like where where were the rockets no, I didn't need any. Of like, where's, where's the grappling hook how, that how, makes him turn, uh, uh, you know, ninety degrees really? Im- <laughs> I would, I would, I would get that. <laughs> this thing has no body, body armor shield, just dropping bombs on everywhere. I get it, you know. I get it. He's his his fortune is dwindling because he refuses to work. Oh no, we're supposed to feel bad for the billionaire that doesn't want to work and keep his money. He's an orphan. <laughs> Yeah, but I think my uh, and I'm hoping to in the sequel. He speaking of being a jerk, like I hope he's nicer to Alfred. That's the that might be the only part that that might be the only part that I'm like, you better be nice to Golem next. I hated his relationship with Alfred so much. (laughs) Like he like that the one time when he's like, oh no, you're in the hospital. I didn't think he was gonna go visit him. (laughs) Yeah, again, (laughs) where are like what what uh, what part of Batman do we not understand here? His parents died. Yeah, but he has his surrogate <laughs> father is like, hey man, and, I'm trying to get and, everything for you. And, I'm trying and, to and all of a sudden, you. you're forgetting that there's this 20-something young man who is in need. Batman of is father. not 20 years old in this movie. So, well, <laughs> in, in, in the show, in, in, in canon, I would imagine. He's at least point. in his 30s in this But movie. But I'm saying, like, think about, think about it. You know, uh, when was the last time, uh, you know, a young man was angry at his at his um his father figure you know like 
No, that, that never happens, Harold. Yeah, but you know, be sympathetic. Harold's like, Harold's like, I want realism. I do want realism. This is some BS. Yeah, this is realism. This is this is you realizing, you know, you you like having a father figure, the father figure that's that's God, and you don't realize that what's in front of you until he 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 gets blown up, and and then all of a sudden here we go back here. The sequel, he's gonna be a better person, and he's gonna be the Bruce Wayne that we want. It's gonna be acting. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, like uh, John Lovitz's Batman. <laughs> Actually, I I would pay good money to see John Lovitz as Batman. You're right. Try to try to fit into that Batson costume, dude. Yes, and yeah, like I think it was kind of hilarious that um that Batmobile moment or that that scene where if you think of it. Like it's a great cinematic moment where it's all dark, it's all quiet, and all you hear is the roar of this engine. But if you think of it, it makes no sense. Like homie got in the car, started it, revved it a few times, then turned on the lights just to chase him. Like you could have done that already, guy. But it makes for good cinema. It makes for good cinema. Where you went to? Um, I went to AMC in Burbank, and I bought the special tickets. The, the 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 like the I like yeah everything um I literally I was sitting there and then all of a sudden that thing went the whole place yes was dude. amazing I was, yeah, and I was like I, yes that is the Batmobile <laughs> <laughs> that is my Batmobile and I love hey, that greatest it's become... Batmobile ever yeah. <laughs> I guess it's the most real. I, Ironically, I know Harold was saying uh, he wants realism, but I think that actually might be the most realistic Batmobile. It's a, yeah. it's just a, Adam West a, a, a souped up, <laughs> a, a, it's like a souped up Charger. Uh, with, That's with, why Lewis got excited because it was a Charger. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> he was drooling. He's like, I'm, I'm gonna get one of those things. <laughs> but it was, oh, a, it was cool. It was right. Now, look, we respect your opinion, Harold. No matter how wrong it is, we respect your opinion. (laughs) Okay, before we step, before we go into our final reviews here, I didn't want to watch this movie because I knew going into it, it was three hours. Mm. And I was like... Yet you still drank. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, life life happens. (laughs) I got the biggest tub of popcorn I could possibly get. I was like, I'm gonna try to poop this out to see if I can break this up into the movie, like <laughs> down in the toilet here. But yeah, uh, guess what I didn't do? I didn't drink or eat anything. Did you? But initially, when you weren't watching the movie for a few weeks when it came out, did you want to watch the movie? I like I said, I wanted to until you started talking. I didn't about say it. anything. You, yeah, because we were trying to make you, it like no, you were. It was you. You even imitated it again okay, uh, for this. For it was a movie. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to throw you off and just be like, I was trying to say your expectations low because my expectations. And low. Harold set the the expectations so low, so low. I was able to jump it and you know and and succeeded and it became the best Batman movie <laughs> ever. <laughs> he jumped it like the Batmobile jumped over the uh, penguin's car. Which I don't know how much sense that made, but hey, it was cool, man. Best Batman movie ever. Ask of the Phantasm. <laughs> that was a good movie as well. <laughs> are, are, are we doing our Battinson voices? What's happening? 
No, no, no. You, you can actually hear and understand the Pattinson voice. See, I, I actually dug that. Yeah, you're right. That would have been great, though, if Robert Pattinson as Batman did it with a British accent. Because <laughs> then you'd be like, oh, it can't be Bruce Wayne. It's like, he's got a British accent. <laughs> Hello. What do we have I say, here? I say. I say the penguin. <laughs> I don't know why I became Dick Van Dyke all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, Cockney, he's just British. So. <laughs> Indifference. Oh man. Oh, I, I, I mean, yeah. Otherwise, I liked. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, there's parts of it that I really thoroughly enjoy. I, actually, the, one of the other parts that I also liked was the fact that um, it's new. I don't know how much of it is actually comic book canon, but the fact that they, um, you know, they, they don't talk about Martha a lot, uh, besides freaking Batman versus Superman. But the fact that they kind of introduced the fact that uh, Martha Wayne was. Why you a, say Martha? Martha. Why would you say that name? Um, the, was that she was an Arkham, or uh, I think it was implied that she was an Arkham. So there's like there's the two biggest families of of Gotham are the Waynes and the Arkhams, and Bruce Wayne is the heir to both. And you know, not to imply that she was also crazy, and that kind of like it almost kind of dictates the fact that maybe that's why Bruce Wayne goes off the rails after his parents die and becomes the Batman is because maybe he's got a little crazy in him. And so, yeah, I, I dug that a lot. I thought that was one of the little plot points that they introduced that maybe not a lot of people kind of uh, talk about or dwell on, but I kind of like that. It, it was a good introduction uh, to that. I mean, Batman Begins did a lot of great world building and like making it, making Bruce Wayne or turning into Batman kind of tangible or at least tactical. But this one, yeah, kind of uh, added a few more layers to that. So, yeah, I dug it. Um, I... I'm still I'm still not sure how I would rank this of all the Batman. I know we we ranked our Batman uh, a few weeks ago, but I mean to be honest, maybe it's recency bias. But uh, I'm with Dennis on this one, dude. Panson pleasantly surprised me. One of our followers, Mike, uh, Big Mike Hernandez. Thank you for always following us on Instagram or, or liking our stuff. Uh, he was very vocal on our and my and on another chat that he hated it, and I was like, dude, I love you, Mike, but we gonna fight. I think Robert Panson was fine. You yeah, got to take off. Um, uh, go home. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Kravitz was good. He's got to take off the. He's got to. Kravitz, I believe. Kravitz, good. You can't get racist, you know, man. <laughs> we were so close. <laughs> yeah, I, thank you, Dan. Yes, she was great too. I think she was a perfectly good uh, Catwoman, and I liked her a lot. Um, not sure if they explain her background or how she's so good at what she does, but I guess. Cat burglar? I mean, I don't know. I guess um, they explain that. When you in spend a, yeah. a lot of time with cats, you know, you, you kind of figure things out. I guess, right? <laughs> you get to you, you learn how to repel down things and, and yeah. Harold's things. really uh, was really upset that um, uh, Catwoman wasn't too realistic, but she did have a tail. Uh, she didn't have uh, ears on her head. Come on, guys. She she did. <laughs> did she? She did. <laughs> did she? <laughs> I, I, I really think Batman. You're right. Batman is. The, it's not even a person. Just the whole Batman is uh, is is Harold's Tom uh, Tom Holland right now. <laughs> I think Robert Pattinson. How dare I, you? I think it's the, it's your deal with Tom Holland. We're like, I'm, I, it's hard to separate the person and the actor at this point. Okay, it's fair. You know what, Harold? I I can being a hater of uh, <laughs> of of a- actors. Um, I think it is a sign of 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 maturity <laughs> and growth and, and and intelligence. So I can accept that, Harold. And I, I will I will I will welcome you into the club, Harold. I mean, Lewis, not not so much. 
I'm waiting for that guy. I, I, I don't know what role I'm going to find that I'm like, I hate this guy. For and this everybody movie. else is like, he's yeah. the greatest. He's like, I'm waiting for that. I, I, I want that. I, I want what you guys have. You can't I'm jealous take, now. You can't take Ezra Miller either because Den has both of those guys. Yeah, that's true. I know. And well, we all- I don't think anybody's going to get Ezra Miller anytime soon. Hey, yo. <laughs> going to jail. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, them are going to jail. They, them are going to jail. Yeah, they, them. They, they is going to jail. <laughs> so I don't know how to do it, but they slash them. Uh, they, them will go to go jail. Yes. Uh, who knows? Um, okay. So uh, we, um, at the end of these reviews, we, of course, always have our, um, you know, our rating. Um, so, of course, the, the bottom one, I believe, here, uh, uh, Lewis, is L3 Blay. That's correct. Okay, uh, right in the right smack in the middle is Cromulent. A little bit above that is perfectly Cromulent. But then our top tier uh, recommendation would be the Jeff Winger guarantee. So yeah, that's our ranking. And uh, I, I'm gonna go ahead and jump the gun because <clears throat> I, I would have ranked this actually perfectly Cromulent. But it, to think about it, maybe if I rewatch it again, it might stick to there. But I'm actually gonna give this a Jeff Winger guarantee. I liked it a lot. If you're even a casual Batman fan or even a casual uh, superhero fan, I thought it was very enjoyable. Um, there are some pretty intense moments, so maybe the younger kids won't enjoy it. But, you know, there is uh, there's a good movie in there for anybody who's willing to give it a try. But so, yeah, if you are willing to give it a try, give it a try. But uh, if you haven't and uh, last but I'm sorry, last part, like Dennis said, that Batmobile scene um you know if you have a chance to watch it in the theater watch it in theater for the full effect uh but yeah it's it's i think it's a great movie go watch it if you can if you haven't already i mean yeah um i would give it a uh, um rob pattinson a guarantee <laughs> uh because um best batman movie ever harold it's cromulent not even perfectly cromulent like Chop off a good forty minutes of it, then it, it'll be almost perfectly, semi-perfectly close to a croissant. But <laughs> it for me, it was like I'm not gonna rewatch this movie because I don't have. If if, if I'm rewatching this movie, it's gonna be in the background or something because I'm not taking three hours out of my life again <laughs> to try to watch this thing because it's the first time I didn't hold my attention long enough and. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I, like I said, I dug the, the aesthetics were great. Director Matt Reeves did a fantastic job of making this look like an actual Gotham City that you know would be part of this real world. Um, every other Gotham City besides maybe the Christian Bale stuff, it's like th- these cities don't exist. Like there's no neon. Well, maybe there is nowadays, but like it's an actual world. There's actual world problems. They can they kind of fit, you know, real world stuff into this thing. For once they went into politics i mean they did that with you know the penguin trying to be the mayor before but this is a little bit different um blackmailing and all that kind of stuff fun stuff just you know maybe break it up into a couple of things okay well um i'm actually surprised that he he even gave it to cromulent to be honest with you um <laughs> it, every bit of it wasn't bad is, is, <laughs> is the best that harold could do it wasn't it wasn't terrible it was okay. It was good. It wasn't great. If we go on that kind of okay, I, I get Harold. You, you you don't need to explain to us. This but is... Robert Pattinson can suck a ratatata. 
A penguin? Yeah. <laughs> a flying penguin? <laughs> he can suck on the penguin schnoz for all I care. <laughs> while the Catwoman watches, and that's my fan fiction. Wow. Okay. Well, that's it for us today. I hope you enjoyed uh, uh, this very rowdy roundup of uh, of of Batman. Um, if you like episodes like this, please take a look at the two fanboys. One casual that at dot podbean.com for all of our old episodes. And of course, Lewis. On Facebook, you can find us. Just plug in the two fanboys and a filthy casual. Um, add our our main page as well as our fairly active Facebook group with like-minded nerds, geeks, gamers, fanboys, fangirls, and other uh, pop culture enthusiasts. Um, so yeah, add us there. And then on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at two fanboys one casual. And anywhere else you find your regular podcast, we're there as well. And then on Twitch at Casual Fanboy Gaming. Well, that's it for us today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed our episode. If not, um, this is the two fanboys. Be <laughs> casual. And I hope you enjoy yourself. This is Dennis. This is El Rata Adana. That was the wrong song. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got thrown off. Like, wait, who are we playing off? Are you there? Have a good day. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs>